0: Hey everybody, this is Brandon Scott and I am the fandom pastor. As a big nerd, I guess, uh, I recognize that God is connected to everything in our world and this includes fandoms. So, fandoms are the fans of a particular person, a team, a fictional series, uh, all of those different groups that are identified together as a deep love or, or passion about a particular subject. Now specifically, I'm looking at more of the the nerdy side of things. So these are the Potterheads, the Harry Potter fans, the Trekkies, the Broadway fans, and more. God is connected to everything. And so join me as we see how God is connected everywhere. Understand that the first 46 episodes were recorded for YouTube. And so it's only 47 and after that are geared specifically towards uh, the podcasting. So thanks, God bless, and glad you can join us. Hey everybody, this is Brandon and Scott back on the Fandom Pastor uh, YouTube channel. Uh, if you were with me last time, welcome back. If this is your first time, hey, glad you could join us. Uh now, the series I'm talking about uh, starting this, well, this year with is a, a pretty ex- obscure one. Uh, it only actually lasted um, one season. Uh, Joe Sweeten created this series. It's a wonderful series, um, and it's, it's really pretty entertaining. Um, if you picked up on the clue from last time, uh, you know. It's uh, the series I'm talking about is Firefly. I put a link down below for the intro of the show. Now, uh, this show again was, was by Joe Sweeten. He created it, um, lasted a single season. They did end up with a, uh, a movie that kind of helped wrap up things a little bit, but it did continue on in different comic books and things like that. It's a great, great, great show. I thoroughly enjoyed it um but the series is set in year 2517 after the arrival of humans in this new star system and it follows the this uh, adventures of this uh, ragtag crew of the surrender a firefly class spaceship um think space western uh, it's it's very much that idea this group or the show explores the lives of of these people, some who were fighting on uh, the losing side of this civil war that went on, who make a living on kind of the fringes of society, um, the outskirts, as it were, as part of this, this pioneer culture into this new star system, kind of establishing um, uh, different things and, and helping, and I guess helping themselves more than anything. But they did They do actually help. Uh, In the future, there are only two surviving superpowers, the United States and China, and they fuse to form this central federal government called the Alliance, uh, resulting in the fusion then of these two cultures. And actually, uh, some of the language in there in the show um, borrows from Chinese. Uh, And and intermingles it with with uh, English and and so it's it's actually kind of interesting Um, So I'm gonna start out by talking with about Captain Malcolm Reynolds, or Mal, um, again, he's the captain, Captain of the Serenity, and he's the man in charge. He's played by Nathan Fillion, who uh, absolutely does a great job. I don't know of anybody else who would have been able to play uh, Mal in this show at all. Um, Below is not only a link to the intro to the, the show, but I also uh, linked a, a video of uh, some great quotes from Mal. Mal is a former soldier from the losing side of this civil war that happened. He's a brown coat. Um, He's pretty rough around the edges and tries to put on kind of this facade of this uh, self-centered, all-for-me type of guy. But for the crew of the Serenity, Mal is actually pretty doggone protective. Uh, Even for Simon, River, and Book, um, who come in a little later. I mean, they happen in the, uh, the very first episode and everything, but um, they are not part of the original crew that Mal starts out with. And these other three, Simon, River, and Book, are, are pretty much forced on Mal and the rest of the crew. But once Mal accepts them, He'll do anything for them. I'm very, very protective of their friends and, and even family. Through thick and thin, they, they stand together. So think back on some of your favorite memories. What are they? What makes them so special? What makes these moments so memorable? I'd be willing to bet that in most cases, one of the things you remember most about your favorite life moments is who was with you. The people, the, the things that that were, were there, the things, aren't always as memorable as who you did it with. Uh, let's face it, life is better with people. The people who care, the people you love. Life is not meant to be lived on our own. We need companionship. We need friends. Uh, friends who, for some of us, for all intents and purposes, are family. We need to, need them to help hold us up and to hold us accountable. But we also need support that can only be provided by other people. We need friends in the good times and the bad. So take this uh, story for example, Um, I'm sure some of you have heard this before, but two campers decide to take a weekend trip. Uh, They're out camping and they uh, wake up and they go out and this, they see this grizzly bear come running at them, full sprint. Um, one of the men uh, grabs his tennis shoes, is putting them on and and uh, his buddy says, what are you, crazy? There's no way you can outrun that bear. And, and the guy looks at his friend and said, I don't need to, all I need to do is outrun you. And most of us do have friends like the one in our bear story. They'll stand by our sides in the good times but at the first sign of trouble, they take off running. And in the process, leaving us to the bears, whatever that may be. But that's not what genuine friendship is about. Uh, in the book of Ecclesiastes 4.9.12, Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. So, did you notice how this scripture focuses on friendship during the hard times? Most of us want friends like the ones described in this passage, friends who will stick around through thick and thin. But to be honest, sometimes it's really hard to find a friend like that. Sometimes it's really, even our family uh, doesn't necessarily stick together that well. Um, Walking through tough times with others can be difficult. So how do we live out the kind of friendship? So Jesus set an example. If we're looking for for examples of great friendship, we need to look no further than Jesus himself. In the Gospel of John, Jesus tells us, uh, John 15:12, "This is my commandment: Love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love, excuse me, there is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends." Uh, obviously, Jesus is the perfect example. Um, he showed his dedication to us by giving his life to save ours, despite our sin. Uh, remember, he he gave of his life before any of us were born. So there's no doubt that um, he didn't know where we were gonna sit in our sin, and yet he died for us. Now I'm not saying you have to literally give your life for someone else. Um, But what I am saying is that every day we have opportunities to sacrifice for someone else. Take a moment to listen, help someone out, provide a word of encouragement. Whatever it may be, all sorts of different things that we can do. And it may seem like, oh, well, it's no big deal. And for us, maybe it isn't, but for them, it's huge. Um, there are so many times when just a simple word of encouragement, now do more than that if you can, but a simple word of encouragement can make a huge difference for people. Every day we have encounters with people who are hurting and in need of the hope that that we have in Christ which means that every day we have the opportunity to impact someone's life by the power of the gospel. There's no question Jesus is the most loyal friend we could ask for. Most of us want a friend like Jesus but aren't willing to be a friend like Jesus. As we as we try to reflect Christ in all we say and do my prayer is that we grow in the love we have for each other, displaying the type of friendship Jesus displayed for us. I mean, Mal is is a great example of that, too. Um, in Firefly, he's the captain, uh, but he takes on the responsibility of almost a parent, watching out for everyone. Uh, and it's, it's pretty impressive, again, when we have three who come in later that are basically forced upon him, um, that he... He takes a little bit to warm up to him, but by the end, despite their issues, um, and we can especially look at Jane, um, who all these other characters I will talk about later, but especially when you look at a character like Jane, um, who really, more often than not, doesn't seem like he really deserves a friend, much less a friend like Mal, who watches out for him. Now, he holds him accountable, uh, and he does. Uh, he does get right to the edge with Jane, but he still protects him. He still watches out for him. He still takes care of him. And so many times we want somebody to stick by us even when we fail, when we when we make a mistake, but yet we're not always willing to do that ourselves. So I ask that you uh, join me in a couple weeks as we continue our Flyer, Firefly series. Uh, Like I did last time, I will give you a clue to the next episode. I think we can all relate to this character, who is quoted as saying, Well, I've been saying too long anyways. Thanks, and God bless.